Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. If you're enjoying End of All Hope and want to help us out, we are on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash 7lamb, the number 7 LMB, you can donate as little as a dollar a month, and it all goes to helping us create content such as this podcast. We have multiple tiers to choose from, and they all have bonus content that comes along with them. We have bloopers, uh, uh, scripts you can look through, extra podcasts, uh, bonus episodes. And if you're the ultimate tier, you get all the episodes released weeks early, ad-free. We also just started releasing a new series that's a side series to End of All Hope called Denver Falls, which follows Mia and Kylie. It's a prequel, and it shows when they first met and how they came to be at the quarantine zone, where they are in seasons three and four. If you'd like to check that out, once again, that's patreon.com slash seven lamb, the number seven L-A-M-B. Seven Lamb Productions presents to you End of All Hope Season 4 Episode 11 The Visitor Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Keep her steady, Jay. I'm trying. Shit. We were racing down a two-lane road cluttered with stalled cars. Ambridge had pulled ahead of me. He led me through the mess as the thrashers closed in. This was the second time today thrashers had attacked us. This time, there were five of them. We couldn't let them get close. Kylie had spun around on the bike and was now sitting backwards. I don't know how she kept her balance. Jay! I can't help it! Ambridge kept looking back to see if I was behind him. The thrashers were closing in, but we were in a complete mess, forced to slow down and weave. Jay, they're closing in. Ambridge is blocking the way. But I had a feeling she couldn't hear me. Got him. There were two thrashers nearing on the left, but I couldn't see the others. Ambridge started to pick up speed. I leaned to the side to see the road ahead clearing up. Yes! Jay! I looked back to see two thrashers right behind us, hopping from car to car. Fuck! But when Ambridge hit the gas, so did I. We slid past a stalled truck and onto clear road. Got him! We were finally able to gain speed and pull away from the creatures, although they still followed. Three left! I nodded and pulled up beside Ambridge. I could see him pull out his handgun and take aim. 
I looked back to see only one thrasher left, and it was trailing. Nevertheless, both Kylie and Ambridge took aim. We're good. Ambridge pulled closer to me. Let's find a place to rest. Okay. Well, the bike survived another day. So did we. That's the fourth group in two days. And there's none of that vegetation over here. I wonder what they're eating. At least we took care of them. Now we find out which way to go. We were in a small square gravel park right off the intersecting highway. Ambridge made his way to the large road. He looked up and down. Well? How's it look? Clear. We may want to take it. But it goes south. Here, but it looks like it curves down there. So? We should stay on this road. But this highway is larger, more room for travel. But last time we took a larger road, we had to backtrack. Not far, just another exit. I say we stay on this road. It goes west. We don't know for how long. We don't even know where we are. Jay, if we stay on this road, it's likely to be blocked again. For some reason, there are a lot of cars here. I don't want to backtrack anymore. We won't, but we should try something different. You wanted to stay off the bigger roads. This isn't a major highway and this isn't an interstate. But it goes south. And it's clear for now. Look at our current road. I can see stalled cars from here. If you don't want to backtrack, then I think this is our safest bet. This road will have a lot more intersecting roads to choose from. I guarantee you that. <sighs> Fine. Listen, man, I understand where you're coming from, but we barely made it through back there. We need to try something different. But what if this doesn't go west? Then we'll jump off at the next intersection. Trust me, I don't want to head too far south either, Jay, because when we hit Arizona, we need to avoid Phoenix. You figure it's like Denver? It has to be. Those two guys I talked to in Denver told me they were just outside of Phoenix and saw thousands of Shriekers. Said the towns over there were decimated, so yes, we need to stay away from Phoenix. But on the other end, we need to make sure we don't head too far north either. As much as I always wanted to visit Vegas, I think it'd be wise to avoid it. Okay, but we don't even know exactly where we are. You're right. We could be in another state right now. We are. Ambridge and I spun around to see Kylie across the street. She bent down next to a worn wooden pole and picked up a large green sign. Welcome to Utah. That's exactly what the sign said. Here you go, man. We may have to divert a lot, but we are making progress. Now let's get something to eat and get back on the road.
told you, Ambridge. Ahead of us were hundreds of stalled vehicles and even a couple of dead, withered bodies. We had traveled about two hours before hitting this mess. We still made decent progress. We passed a road about a mile back. Okay, let's try it out. And uh, we may want to see if we can find cover soon. Yeah, right. There was a storm approaching. Let's hurry then. We found a house in the middle of wide open land. The storm was almost above us. Lightning split the sky. Over here. We walked the bikes to the open garage. It looked untouched. Tools were hung from hooks, paint cans were stacked in the corner, and an old Jeep set on cinder blocks. A tarp lay across the hood, flapping in the now heavy wind. I'm gonna check to see if anyone's here. You gonna knock? That's the courteous thing to do, right? I'll go around back. Sounds good. Jay, stay with the bikes. Why do I always have to stay with the bikes? I can help. Staying with the bikes is helping. (sighs) But I can- We'll be right back. I had my gun ready, but I was worried about looking too confrontational. The inside of the house was dark, but that meant nothing. I couldn't hear anything. No, I definitely couldn't hear anything. Hello? Screw it. I was getting soaked and we needed to know if this place was safe. But it was locked. Great. Okay, I guess we'll try this then. I stepped back into the lock, but stopped myself when the doorknob moved. Shit. Yes? Do you need some sugar? What the hell? Back door was open. Anybody? Not that I see. But please, come in. Move. Kylie and I quickly searched the house. For the most part, it was intact. Looked like some things were missing, but didn't look like anybody looted the place. The family must have carefully packed up and fled. The pictures are gone. There were faint square outlines along the living room walls and hallway. Let's get Jay. We need to close the garage door, too. There was no door connecting the main part of the house to the garage, so I ran back outside and over to Jay. Well? House is clear. And the bikes are safe. Come on. We grabbed our packs and shut the garage door. We made our way back inside the house, completely soaked. Hey, you guys should come see this. Kylie was in the kitchen with all the cabinets open. What's going on? There's actually food here. That's good, isn't it? It's odd. Why? You'd think whoever was here would take the food. Maybe they already packed a bunch, and this was all that was left. There's a decent amount, though. And look here. The sink. It's wet. So somebody may be living here. Did you check all the rooms? Yes, Jay, we did. But maybe we should check again. I think so. We did, but found nothing. We checked every closet under the beds and in the shower. Whoever was here must have left. With a storm coming? We can't leave. It won't. Is the back door locked? Yeah, and I shut all the blinds. It's going to be dark soon. Let's eat and figure out shifts. Whoever's up needs to make sure to watch the bikes. Yeah. Okay, well, instead of eating our supply, why don't we see what this place has to offer for dinner? But that's someone else's food. They're not here, Jay. We are.
Kylie had found some dried venison, crackers, some spray cheese, some dried apricots, banana chips, canned spinach, and a warm Diet Coke. We had ourselves a feast. We even used plates and bowls to serve it all and lit some candles to see. Feels weird sitting at a dinner table. Uh, Sitting at a dinner table always felt weird for me. You were never forced to eat with the family and discuss your school day? Never. Most meals I made myself and took to my room. Used to watch reruns of Full House and Family Matters while I ate chicken strips and Hot Pockets. You were raised by sitcoms? Felt like it. That's sad. I got used to it. Plus, Mom was always out. So, how could she make dinner? Not that I ever wanted her to. (sighs) Her cooking was shit. Sometimes I wish I could have avoided family dinners. They were horrible. Me and my sister were always forced into conversation. Mom was interested. Dad couldn't care less. So, typical 50s family? Yeah. Mom would cook and have dinner ready by the time Dad would get home. Our homework would need to be done by that time, too. Then she'd call us down and grill us about our day. Grill you? At least, that's how it felt at the time. Things became a little more relaxed when the divorce was in the picture. I thought your parents were still together. They were, or are. It was a momentary lapse in the marriage that they somehow pieced back together. I bet dinners were awkward then. For a time, but I could handle the silence. That's because Ambridge isn't much of a talker. I talk. I just don't share. Sharing is caring, Ambridge. People don't always need to know my business. What about Jay? How was his family life? I never minded dinner or talking about my day. Although it was just me, my brother, and my dad. Mom was out of the picture? Mom died when I was young. Barely even remember what she looked like. I mean, we had pictures. I just meant from memory. The only thing I remember is her taking me and my brother to the park. One time. Although, sometimes I wonder if it was just a dream. It feels like it sometimes. Sorry to hear that. Uh, It was a long time ago. But Dad would always ask about our days. Tim didn't like talking, but I did. You still do. I'm not shy. No. That you are not. But sometimes I wonder if... We all froze. Is it a shrieker? Shriekers don't knock, Jay. Kylie and Ambridge jumped up and readied their weapons. I did the same. I followed them into the living room. Hello? Hello? Is is anybody here? Kylie, the back door. It's locked, but I'll check to make sure it's clear. Jay, check outside. Don't be seen. Hello? Please, it's cold. I'm all alone. I walked up to the window and parted the blinds. I saw a dark figure standing by the front door, but it was hard to see anything else. Jay. I only see one person. Who are you? Uh, My name's Ezra, guys. I'm lost. I need help. And you're alone? Yes. How'd you get here? I I walked. I came from a quarantine zone just outside of Fry Canyon. Lightning flashed across the sky, brightening the area. Man wore a hoodie, but it was hard to make out anything else. Then he looked over. We momentarily locked eyes. Shit. What happened? He saw me. Anyone else, Jay? No. Can I please come in? Please, I promise. I won't hurt anyone. Hey, I just looked out back. No one. Do you have a weapon? Not answering. That's not a good sign. I do. I do have a weapon, but it's only for protection. I'll put it down. Shouldn't we let him in? It is three to one. If he's telling the truth. Look, guys, I'm I'm putting my weapon down. You check me. Hemorrhage? Guys, this isn't like the zone. There may be three of us, but it's hardly safety in numbers. Please, I'm, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm wet, I'm cold. We can't let him stay out there. I have to agree. If we turn him away, that may cause more problems. 
Fine, we'll let him in, but we keep an eye on him all night. Kylie and I nodded. Hello? If you try anything... I, I won't, I promise. I, I mean you no harm. Thank you. Our pleasure. Do you guys live here? No, happened by. Uh, how long? Sorry? How long have you been here? Ambridge looked over to me, then Kylie. Few days. Really? Yeah. Did you bring all this? We had some supplies. Found a lot of stuff here. A lot of food. I'm surprised it wasn't taken. We were too. I've been scrounging for weeks now. It's not easy to find stuff, especially out here. We were all in the kitchen, but only Ambridge and Ezra sat at the table. We had patted him down and brought his one gun inside. Ambridge decided to keep it in his waistband. Are you from around here? No. None of you? Ezra looked to me, then to Kylie, then back to Ambridge. None of us. I understand you guys not trusting me. Do you? Strange guy walks in in the middle of the storm. Yeah, I get it. But I really am alone. I'm just lost. Do you want to change your clothes? I think I saw some stuff in one of the rooms. I'll take anything. I'll be right back. As Kylie walked into the hall, I saw her check each window as she passed. She was just as nervous as Ambridge. I felt I should be more nervous, but I wasn't. Ezra was scrawny, with a thin beard and mustache. His long hair was matted down against the back of his neck, and he seemed to be hungry. He grabbed another can that Ambridge had put in front of him. Are you sure this is okay? I put it there for a reason. I mean, I, I don't want to eat all your food. If you're hungry, eat. Thanks. Thank you. So, how does one find themselves out here at night during a storm? I left a zone and I needed to find some cover. Where from again? Uh, Fry Canyon. Right. A quarantine zone? Military still there? Uh, no, it's uh, deserted. You were staying there? I was with a couple of friends. We lived just north of Fry Canyon, but after that stupid vegetation began to grow everywhere, we just kind of had to move. It was spreading? Yeah, all over. So you're not from Fry Canyon? Uh, Hanksville. We've been traveling south ever since that plant shit started growing. We didn't know if it was uh, dangerous or not. Here. Oh, thank, thank you. And here's a towel. Where's the bathroom? Before you change. You traveled south to get away from the vegetation? You were with friends? What happened to them? They died. With that plant shit comes other things as well. Those fucking alligator-looking creatures? I barely got away. How far is Hanksville? Listen, man, I, I understand you don't trust me, but what's with the third degree? I'm answering all your questions honestly. I, I don't know how far away it is, because I don't know where here is. Hanksville is nearly 100 miles from Fry Canyon. That, I can tell you. That plant shit was all over. So me and my friends kept heading south. When those creatures came, I ran and hid. My friend did the same, but they weren't as lucky, okay? That's why I'm all alone now. But you survived and decided to keep hiking south? That's right. But when the storm hit... You see what's out there. Nothing. No cover. I had to keep walking. I saw the storm coming, but I kept on going. 
How'd you stumble upon this house? I saw a light. You did? The candles, I guess. Now, any more questions, or can I go change? Bathroom's down the hall to the right. Ezra nodded, grabbed his towel and clothes, and walked off. I'll keep an eye. Think he's telling the truth? Hard to say, but walking in a storm at night, alone, during the apocalypse? That takes balls. Okay, we're going to sleep in shifts. Kylie, you want to take first watch? Okay. Wake me up in a few hours. I could help. (laughs) Thanks, but we'll take care of it. I understand. The new guy, Ezra, was making a bed on the living room floor with sheets and a wool blanket. Can we use the rooms? Yeah, it's fine. You're going to stay out here? Yeah. I motioned to the strange man, but Kylie shrugged it off. Okay. Jay and I went to the back of the house. It had two bedrooms. We get to sleep in a bed tonight. Leave your door open, and I'll be waking you up early. Okay. We gave Ezra some blankets, but the beds would be ours tonight. Maybe I could actually get some sleep, although I'd be far more comfortable if we didn't have a visitor. Still, I was exhausted. I put my head on the pillow, and within moments, I was out. I'm up, I'm up. Man, you are out. Finally got some good sleep. <sighs> How long? few hours, like you requested. Ugh, shit. I rubbed my eyes. You okay? I'm fine. If you want to get more sleep... No, no, I'm good. How's our new friend? Out. No trouble? No. He tried talking to me a bit, but I wasn't feeling chatty. He fell asleep soon after, but, uh... I've been hearing some weird noises. Like what? Creaks in the walls. Rodents, maybe. It has to be an animal. Thrasher? (laughs) No way. If it was a thrasher or shrieker, I would know. Okay, here. Take the bed. Beats the dirt. And a cot. (sighs) I'm gonna sleep good tonight. Can't believe it's still storming. Taking a long time to pass. The wind could be causing the creaks, too. Seems like an old house. Just... Keep an eye and ear open. Will do. I'll wake you in the morning. All I wanted to do was bury my face into that pillow again, but I had to stay up. I peeked into Jay's room to see him fast asleep. I'd be waking him up in a few hours, but in the meantime, maybe I could find some coffee grounds or maybe... Shit. Don't. Move. When I reached the living room, my fears became reality. Ezra and three other men dressed in black stood over his makeshift bed. They each had a gun pointed at me. 
Sorry about lying, but you broke into our home. End of All Hope Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Isa Yazdazade Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Nick Engelhardt as Mark Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Ariel Hack as Mia Gina Coyle as Kylie Chris Tolley as Teddy Jody Swenson as Stephanie Catabelle as Madison Gareth Thomas as Sammy Crystal Hall as Lane Michael Moman as Roger Evelyn as Brielle and Ian Feller as Hudson Co-starring Justin Alderson Brian Messick Sylvester Jacu, Corey Pettit Brett Wilkins Amber Simpson Nora Darling Thane Bowman Joseph Harmon Mark Karoftis Megan Austin and Robert M. Lamb Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com Eldritch T'Challa of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black and Amberlynn Nicole at YouTube.com slash Amberlynn Nicole If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for other audio dramas such as this one. This has been a Seven Lamb production. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.